Chapter 26 of History of the Norwegian People, Volume 1 by Knut Gershit. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 26 Finnmarken. The Norsemen had, from early times, occasionally visited Finnmarken to trade with the Finns, and to fish and hunt along the coast, but little was known about the region till Othera explored it in King Harald Harfagr's time. In 880, Othera went to England, where he joined King Alfred's court. He gave the English king, who was much interested in history and geography, an account of his voyage around the North Cape and his exploration of Finland and Bjarmaland, the land of the Permians. When Alfred translated Orosius' History of the World, he added a fuller description of the countries of northern Europe to this old author's scant and vague notices, and included also Othera's account of his explorations in the far north, as well as the account given by the Danish or English seafarer Wolfstan, Ulfsten, of his voyages in the Baltic Sea. The countries around the Baltic were quite well known already at that time, but Othera's voyage is of extraordinary interest and importance, being the first voyage of exploration into the Arctic regions. King Alfred says in part, Othera said to his lord, King Alfred, that he dwelt farthest north of all Norsemen. He said that he dwelt on the northward side of the land by the western ocean. He said that the land stretched thence far to the northward, but it was all desolate, except in a few places where the Finns dwell in scattered groups, hunting in the summer and fishing in the winter in the ocean. He said that at one time he wished to find out how far the land extended northward, or if any people dwelt north of this desolate region. He sailed then northward along the land, so that he had the waste on the starboard, and the open sea on the larboard for three days. He was then as far north as the whalers ever go. He continued on his northward course as far as he could sail in three more days. There the land turned to the east, or a bay projected into the land, he did not know which, but he knew that he there awaited wind from the west, or a little to the north and he followed the land eastward as far as he could sail in four days. There he had to await winds from the north, because the shore turned southward, or a bay projected into the land, he did not know which. He then sailed straight southward as far as he could sail for five days, and came to a big river, and they sailed up the river, because they did not dare to sail past the river along the coast for fear of enemies, because the land was all inhabited on the other side of the river. He had not before found inhabited country since he left his own land, but all the time he had had on the starboard a waste, except some fishermen, fowlers, and hunters, and these were all Finns. The Permians, Norse Bjarmer, had built their land well, but thither they did not dare go. But the land of the Terfins was a waste, except where hunters, fishermen, and fowlers were staying. The Permians told him much, both about their own and neighboring lands, but he did not know what was true, for he had not himself seen these lands. His chief object in making the voyage, besides exploring the country, was to find walrus, because these animals have very precious teeth, of which he brought the king a few, and their skin is very good for ship ropes. This whale is much smaller than other whales, for it is not above seven ells long. But in his own country is the best whale fishery. There are whales which are forty-eight ells, and the largest are fifty ells. Of these he said he could kill sixty in two days with a crew of five men. He was very rich in the kind of property which constitutes their wealth, that is, in reindeer. When he came to the king, he owned six hundred tame animals. Six of these were decoy animals. These are very dear among the Finns, for with them they catch the wild reindeer. He was among the foremost men in his country. Still, he had no more than twenty cows, twenty sheep, and twenty swine, and what little he plowed, he plowed with horses. But their most precious possession was the tax paid them by the Finns. This tribute consisted of robes, feathers, whalebone, and ship ropes made of walrus hide or of sealskin. Each pays according to his rank. The person of the highest rank must pay fifteen martin skins, five reindeer robes, one bear skin, and ten ombra of feathers, 
and a mantle of bearskin or of otterskin, and two ship ropes, each sixty yells long, either of walrus hide or of sealskin. This account shows that the Norsemen carried on a lucrative trade in these northern regions, and that Finland had in part become a Norwegian dependency, since the Finns had to pay a yearly tribute. From Harald Horfager's time, this trade became a royal monopoly which the king granted to his Sisselmend in Halogaland. Othera's voyage opened a new trade route to the land of the Permians, called Bjarmaland by the Norsemen, which was one of the centers of fur trade of the north. About 965, King Harald Grafeld made an expedition to the land of the Permians, and fought a battle with them on the banks of the Dvina, and from that time the whole of Finland and the Kola Peninsula were under Norwegian rule. The fur trade with Finland and the Permians continued till in the 13th century. End of chapter 26